is the How to Convert a Van podcast with Lance Max, the podcast to easily guide you through converting your own camper van. Hello and welcome back to the How to Convert a Van podcast. I'm your host Lance Max and if you follow me on social media, you will have noticed that my van content, my van videos do not come out on a regular basis. And that's partly because I'm doing it live as I'm actually converting the van, but also because a lot of building out a van or converting a van is planning. Planning is probably more work than a lot of the stuff you're going to do in the end. And that's why today, in the second episode of How to Convert a Van, we're going to be talking about planning. All right, so when do you make the final plan for your van? And the reality is probably never. You're always going to have some things that you want to change about your conversion, but there's a few things that straight away I can tell you. So for one, you need to know what car you're going to buy. And we talked about this in the last episode. This is going to determine a lot about how you can even plan your van. Like I said in the last episode, the Sprinter is not as wide as the Ducato, for example, so you cannot lay in it sideways. And there's just a lot that the size of your vehicle will determine about the planning and the ability of your conversion. Now, a second thing I can tell you from actually buying a van is once you have that thing in your driveway, the procrastination just starts and gets to another level. Like that thing was in my driveway and I was like, oh God, where do I even start with this? There's just so much work to be done and you don't really know how to even get started. But the truth is you just have to go straight in and face that fear basically and start with something, whatever you think makes sense in that moment. And then <laughs> as you go along, you'll kind of figure out what makes sense further down the line. Another great tip to deal with that procrastination is to binge watch the entire YouTube space of van related content and van conversions. After you watched all of those videos, it might seem like you have a dead plan on how your conversion is supposed to look, but I believe there's two approaches to converting a van. One is you plan everything ahead, know exactly what you need, and then execute that conversion. Now this is going to require you to know exactly what you need beforehand and the reality is that if you have not done this before, you do not know anything about what you need and you should not do this. The second option, which is also what I'm doing currently, is somewhat having a plan of what you want to do and then being flexible, especially as you watch videos and you learn more and more about how to convert a van, like this podcast. And then you go ahead and change things as you go because this gives you the flexibility to really maximize your possibilities and throw out ideas that you had originally that are not going to work or don't even make sense. Once you've figured all those things out, there's still the plan that needs to be made at some point. So ask yourself how you're going to use this van. Are you going to be traveling into warm countries? Are you going to be staying outside most of the time? Do you need a lot of water? Do you need a shower? Do you need a big kitchen? Or are you going to be eating out most of the time? How about windows? Are you going to be staying inside the van a lot and working? And also, very important, big transportation devices like bikes or maybe surfboards. That's not really a transportation device, but maybe it is to you. These things need to be accounted for in your planning because a surfboard can take up a lot of space. But if you design your van clever, you can make it so it's hanging in the ceiling. So for me, my guitar, ukulele, my small folding bike, and a big speaker I have are huge things that I need to put inside the van somehow. So I have to consider how I'm going to manage to get those inside the van. Oh, and what I forgot to mention is stealth. So 
are you going to be in cities where there's a lot of criminal people at night i guess that might see oh this is a camper van and try to break in so you need to make it look stealthy or are you going to stay on some locations where there's a bunch of other people and you don't really care about stealth so much now sadly on every plan there's going to be limiting factors so these are factors that are going to determine what your plan can be at most now the most obvious of these is the budget now, like I said in the last video, my budget it was originally 3K, but it's looking like it's gonna end up more towards six to 9K for the interior. So also, you can note everything takes three times longer and costs three times more than you think. Now, speaking about how long things take, another limiting factor is time. Some people, for example me, have a set deadline where the van should be done. The next limiting factor is going to be the space and the tools that you have access to. Some people have a barn or a big garage where the van fits inside of, so you can work even on the exterior or in general, even when it's raining, which is great. And if you have that ability somehow, I would definitely recommend that because when it rains, it's super annoying to work on the van. And as for tools, I didn't have any tools at all, so I had to buy most of them, which means your budget ends up being higher or has to be higher. Now the next limiting factor is probably my my worst one it's your ability because for me i had zero ability or i still have zero ability at anything that has to do with converting a van not in cars not in woodwork not in construction nothing i knew nothing about anything so you really have to consider what are you capable of learning and doing now there is a few things that I personally don't even want to mess with. So for example, the electrical system, I'm definitely going to have checked at least by a professional because that thing can then burn down and then you're losing everything. So I think if your ability, for example, is not in the electrical field, it makes sense to maybe get a professional to do something. Last and definitely the highest variable is the availability situation of things. I didn't have a car and the van isn't registered yet. So if I wanna to go to the hardware store, I have to take my bike and I've literally already transported like six two meter wood pieces on my BMX. Also, hashtag van life has become this huge thing which means there's a high demand on van life products. And for my back window that I installed, there's these covers that you can put in the inside that make it look like a real window. But they, for example, they were sold out, so I can just not buy them since like three months. Or for example, the wood prices that have skyrocketed over Corona. There's just so many resources that go into converting a van that there's a lot of possibility for shortages. Now, before you even start with the conversion, I believe it's smart to have at least three considerations for a van layout that you have sketched in some form. So you can just use paper with a pencil, or you can use an iPad with the Apple Pencil, that's how I started. Or, and I'm going to be talking about that a bit more later in this podcast, there's software like Vanspace or SketchUp, which is not specifically for vans, that allow you to make 3D models of your interior. And I actually think this is pretty smart, so I'll be touching on that later during the podcast. Now, also for the budget, I think it makes sense to watch these cost breakdown videos that a lot of people on YouTube make, so you can kind of get a sense for how much you have to spend to get a certain van. Now, to me, these videos were often very misleading because 
they would make these crazy nice conversions for like 3k so be careful and don't believe everything but in general i do think they are a great way to get an idea of how much you have to spend to get a certain result now another confusing aspect can be making a timeline for when you want to do which step especially because on youtube a lot of people do certain steps in a different order it can get super confusing what you have to do next there's no real right or wrong you just have to find out what works for you and makes sense for example i had to know exactly what my bed situation was like so i could know how high i have to put in the window in the back or before you put on the walls you have to make sure all the cables for the electrics are in so you have to know where the lights are going to go where you're going to have to have electricity so use common sense and find out what makes sense for your conversion and don't necessarily follow exactly what some youtube video might show you because your conversion will probably be individual and might need different steps and if you have no experience like me it can get super overwhelming and things are going to go wrong and slowly move from your vision to the reality now that doesn't mean that the reality has to be worse but you just have to keep in mind that some things might just not work out or be realistic for you lastly double or triple everything like the time and budget i'm saying this because especially if you're doing this for the first time you're gonna have to learn things which takes time and also you don't know exactly what you need so you might have to buy things twice or you're buying too much of something for example i bought a complete roll of insulation that i didn't end up needing we will now talk about the questions you have asked lance max all right audience questions now i have two questions that i picked out from you guys you can follow me on instagram i regularly ask questions there and then answer them in the podcast so the first question is regarding the legal aspects of converting a van so i live in germany here we have the tuf that has to approve everything and i know for a fact that tuf in germany is a lot tougher than in america that's why sometimes on youtube you see these crazy vans with like self-built top roofs and high roofs those things would not be on the road in germany i can tell you this much it's definitely allowed and there's even the possibility to get your non-camper van registered as a camper van in germany for that it needs to fulfill specific requirements like a bed a cooking situation that's permanent and a few other things but especially you have to make sure that everything is very secure also since we're talking about planning and this goes a lot into planning if you put in a big like gas canister for your van that needs to i think every year be checked by like a gas checkup that's official that's why for me i'm definitely not considering putting in a permanent big like gas tank that seems very complicated in germany also for the roof rack that has to be screwed in and technically removed at any given point because as soon as you attach something in the form of like welding or sticking it onto the van onto the side like whether it's a ladder or a roof rack it has to be removable otherwise it's part of the car and needs to be specifically in the registration of the car so my roof rack for example is just screwed into the pre-existing screw points on the roof of the van and that way i should not have a problem with that now the next question i got is how do you get maximal space and the obvious answer to this is to buy a big van okay 
but I think there's a few smaller points that you could actually do. Now for one, and this is something I really like, have things fold out, slide out, push out. There's so much space that you can actually use without you knowing it in specific situations. So for example, I'm planning on having a fold out table next to my kitchen, just so I can have more space while I'm cooking. And behind where the driver sits, I'm gonna have my shower cabin, but I'm also gonna put in a sliding mirror, for example. Now, another big space saver for me is probably going to be that I'm putting my gray water tank underneath the car so it doesn't have to sit inside of the car. I didn't understand why people did this all the time anyway, but there's ways to put a tank underneath the car, that way you don't need twice as much space for your water system. Also, what I just learned recently when I installed my insulation, I went for the almost two centimeter thick AmaFlex insulation, which I put on everything. Now that means that at some points it gets almost more than two centimeters thicker, and that's on both sides, so it's four centimeters that I already lose in a thin van. Lastly, your layout can also obviously determine if you get the most space out of your van. I see a lot of people putting in fixed beds, which to me is not as smart because you're losing half of the van during the day. Or what I also noticed, if you paint your van dark like a black color, it automatically seems so much smaller. So to round off this episode, I want to go through the process for me, how I plan my van, so you can follow along if you want to, or figure out your way of doing it. So this is going to correlate with what I said earlier, so we're going to start off by asking myself, what do I need the van for? Now I'm going to live in the van full time, so to me a shower and small bathroom type of situation was super important and I did not want to miss out on that. Furthermore, I wanted to work in the van, so a standing desk and the ability to sit at a desk was important to me too. Now if you asked me a few months ago, I would have said I needed a lot of water, and that definitely is still true, but the reality is that water takes up a lot of space and weighs a lot, so I'm going to have to find a compromise and go for a smaller water system. What was also super important to me was that I was guest friendly. I wanted to be able to invite three to five people and have a meal together. So that's going to go into my van planning. Next was what I said earlier with the guitar and my folding bike. Those are just big items that I have to plan into my van because I need them and they're a necessity to me. And because I'm an artist making music, I also needed the van to be capable of having a recording studio, if that's what you can call it. When I was planning this van, I actually did not have a lot of clothes, but now I do have a lot of clothes. So that kind of came up and has become a bigger priority in my planning. Now, buying a van and converting it has been a dream for a long time. So when I was, I believe, 16, I started drawing the first sketches for how my van was supposed to look. I used an iPad and Adobe Illustrator Draw. Now, I just used that for rough sketches and ideas. And eventually I found the software called Vanspace. Now I'm not sponsored in any way, but they do make a good software for experimenting and visualizing your ideas. On the contrary though, it's not very good for planning exact measurements and the interface of that program is absolutely horrible, like you really have to want to use it to use it. But nonetheless, I do think it's worth it because I think it costs 20 euros or something and you get the ability to quickly make 3D models of your van and really look around inside of it in 3D and feel what it's kind of like. 
Plus they give you like three downloadable content things. And one of them is a budget tracker, which I actually ended up using because it's pretty good. So it's definitely worth the 20 euros, especially because there's not really a better alternative out there. So let's get to my favorite, the limiting factors. Like I said, my budget was originally 3K, but it's looking like it's gonna be six to 9K because it just triples every time you do something. And my time frame was around six months. So I really wanna get this done by October, which is exactly two months basically. So wish me luck, but in reality, it's probably gonna take a little bit longer. I hope it's not double because if it's actually double, I will cry. Now, if I do not finish it by October, the next limiting factor, which is the space and tool availability, will actually increase or be better for me. Because right now, like I said, I have a driveway and I started with zero tools, but I'm gonna have the ability to go to my aunt and they have a lot of space and presumably a lot of tools. So potentially there's a better situation on the horizon. And when it comes to ability and availability, I was pretty much at zero. I didn't have a car, nor did I have any experience, but you can work everything out. <laughs> I'm quickly gonna run through the order of my van conversion or my presumable order because I've not completed it yet, but this could actually help you a lot. There's so much confusion when it comes to what steps to take when, it doesn't matter in a lot of cases. So here's what I'm doing. My first goal was to get the car road ready so i had to put on new tires and this can be repairs maintenance or modifications for you then next up was cleaning the car because my car was used and i wanted to get my car as close as possible to a new car before i start the conversion now next had to do with modifications for the car for example i put on my roof rack i put on all the windows and i put in a parking sensor system because i didn't have one next up was insulating the car and framing the car framing the car just means connecting wood pieces to the actual car so you can then screw in boards and furniture and so on after that comes the floor and the floor insulation. So for flooring, there's a lot of possibilities. Actually, some people do it last and just lay in floor where there's actually floor. But I feel like it's going to be easier to just get a vinyl floor and put it throughout the entire van and then build on top of that. But like I said, there's a lot of possibilities for everything. I just wanted to go with the simplest version of putting a floor everywhere and then I'm safe. Now after that, I'm going to put in the electrical system because it requires running wires through everywhere. And I want to do that before I actually get to putting in the wall paneling, which brings us to the wall paneling and also lighting. And after that, I'm going to be building most of the furniture and connecting up the electrical system to make sure everything works. And then comes things like the water system, the bathroom, which is going to be a tough thing and final touches, which is like everything from small attachments and you know, whatever is missing basically. Oh, and what's also on my list is gonna be the roof deck finalization because right now I only have the metal roof rack on top and I wanna put wood on it, but I didn't have the means of transporting all the wood. Also, it was super expensive. So I delayed that towards the end. All right, so that's how I'm gonna convert my van. Here's a quick recap of the planning steps. So first, ask yourself what you need then become aware of your limiting factors like budget and time. Sketch at least three ideas for your layout, whether that's on paper, digitally, or in 3D with the van space software. And then just go step by step, find out what order makes sense for you and make sure that you know where the windows go beforehand. Otherwise, you're going to regret the decisions you made earlier. Now, what fun would converting a van be without challenges? So like I said, the procrastination 
in the beginning but also throughout the van is a big 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 mental thing you have to get over because it's not only in the beginning when your van is like empty after every step so for example if you finish the installation you have a completely new step to take and that's already a big factor for procrastination so mentally train yourself to get over that and just face your fears and go straight in and then the next big challenge is staying in budget i definitely did not manage to do this and i respect everyone who actually stays in the budget they set so if you want to do that maybe just double your budget or half your budget so you can stay in budget then all right that's it for this episode of how to convert a van episode two planning your van if you have any recommendations questions or ideas for the next episodes hit me up on instagram i make a lot of more van content and videos on there as well as youtube i'll see you or hear you in the next episode bye this was the how to convert a van podcast if you would like to have more information including video content Follow Lance Max on social media.